Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Figures released by the South Dublin County Council show that there has been a small decrease in the number of people who are homeless uh, in the county la- since last year. Now, don't get too excited, by the way, it's a small decrease. The statistics, I can never say that word, statistics show uh, that a total of 466 households in the country are homeless. Of those, 293 are single people, 16 are couples and 157 are families. Um, now, the majority are single people, as you can well see, by the way. In December 2020, the total homeless figure in the country uh, or the county was 512. People Before Profit Councillor Madeleine Johansson says uh, that more needs to be done to accelerate the decrease in the homeless figures. I'm very concerned about the constant, uh, constant high levels of homelessness in our county. I keep saying country, but it's true, it is the same countrywide anyway. I have families contacting me because they have been given notice to quit by their landlord, but they just can't find a new home to rent or can't find or afford the high rents being charged by landlords. They also, uh, there are also needs uh, to be more actions taken to accommodate single people in social housing. I've raised the lack of one beds on many occasions in the council and I have urged council management to make a provision of one bed units for single people and couples a priority. Uh, in a desperate or a separate report uh, at the meeting, the Director of Housing, Colm Ward, acknowledged the need for one-bed units in the country. Now, Gino Kenny, who is the Dublin Midwest TD, also added to that, saying that no one should be facing Christmas without a home. Successive governments have failed to take action to solve the housing crisis. Finnegal's mantra of leaving housing to be sorted out by the private market has been a disaster. And in the new year, we need people to join together and come out onto the streets to demand change in housing policy. This is according to Gino. Uh, Sinn Féin will move a new bill to prevent uh, homelessness today and it provides for an automatic uh, extension of notice periods for tenants that have certif- are certified as being at risk of homelessness. The legislation will also allow a local authority to engage with a person or family uh, for three months. And the average new rent across the state is 1516 per month, while in Dublin City it's a staggering 2032 You would need a monthly income of four and a half to 6000 for this to be considered affordable. Imagine that. Imagine just to live in an apartment in Dublin if you want to stay in your own city, for example, if you happen to be raised in Dublin, that you would need to be earning somewhere between four and a half and six thousand euro a month between you and your partner or on your own if you're a single person. It's incredible, isn't it? Incredible. Where are people supposed to get that money? Where are they supposed to get it? And I know people are saying, boy, and you wouldn't have a clue. It doesn't affect you. It absolutely does. I'm technically homeless. I work in Dublin. The weekends I go to Belfast because that's where I stay at the weekend. But during the week, you want to know where I stay? Same B&Bs. I don't have anywhere to live. That's it, essentially, because it wouldn't be affordable for me to do that because I have other bills to pay. Um, I'm still obviously going through uh, the, the remnants of a divorce. So I have other bills to pay. I have other bills to pay everywhere. And it's just sharing out that money. And yeah, I'm on okay money. I'm not on RTE money by any stretch of the imagination. I'm quite happy with what I earn, but I'd like to earn more. It'd be nice. (laughs) Saying that I'm on okay money. But at the end of the day, I have bills to pay. And I just couldn't stretch it to doing that. I couldn't stretch it to paying out on top of everything else that I have to pay another two grand a month 
for a single bed apartment in Dublin to get to work. I couldn't do that. So uh, it's cheaper for me just to stay four nights a week in uh, a cheap hotel. Anyway. Meanwhile, social housing output remains way behind target. By September this year, just 35% of the 10,000 promised social houses have been delivered. And according to Sinn Féin's housing spokesperson, Otto Brin, uh, lower income families in the private rental sector are experiencing the perfect storm. Forget about everything I just said over the last five minutes. All I'm asking you is, are the government doing enough? There is an argument that the Irish government, in fairness, over the last 10, 15 years, whatever, have done enough because we have a good social welfare system. There are very few countries in the world where you could get, say, you know, 1,800 quid at max on the at the HAP scheme, the Housing Assistance Programme or rental uh, supplements, which we used to do years ago. There are very few countries that would provide enough housing for people for free, etc., etc. When I say for free, on low incomes, for example, and they give you a subsidised housing, council housing or social housing. There are very few countries that would give that. But And you're always going to get through circumstance, people slipping through the net. And I understand that. You will get people who will slip through those nets. But in general, we do okay. We, you know, we, we, there isn't, you know, thousands and thousands of people sleeping on the streets. There isn't young children starving on the streets. You know, I mean, we live in a reasonably civilised country when it comes to social welfare and our social welfare system. That would be fair to say, wouldn't it? But are they doing enough? Do you think the government do enough to prevent homelessness in Ireland? Maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you're homeless and you're in that situation, let me know your story and what could be done to make it better. Uh, the number is 87 That's 87 What's app or text now? Maybe you're in that situation. But the question I'm asking is, is the government doing enough to prevent homelessness becoming worse? Hi, Amanda. You're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Hi, nice. How are you? I'm just blown away by the fact that you would need, for example, to live in Dublin, four to four and a half thousand to 6,000 earnings between you and your partner or on your own if you happen to be single uh, just to afford to live somewhere. Yeah, well, when you think about it, if you look at how many TDs that sit in the dollar are actually private landlords, it would make you think, well, why yes, the hell would yes. they want to regulate it? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I read on some of your comments, one man in particular, and it really got me, he said, like, what are they doing to get themselves out of homelessness? Obviously, that man lives in a little bubble and has never been down a rough road. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've worked on some of the soup runs, which may I add that all the soup runs that go out and feed people of their own accord are amazing people. But in hindsight, they are covering up for the government. But like it's You're making it easier, yes. You're making yeah. it easier, of course. It's a catch-50 because they're out doing it from the kindness of their heart and the government will... But, I mean, but look, at the amount, look at the amount of money that we're flinging into NGOs all over the country, uh, you know, who are supposed to be looking after the homeless. Some people well, genuinely are, by the way, but others are not. They're just businesses. Now, when you look at the high-up ones, the unquestionable ones, if you get me. Yeah, um, it's an industry. It would, it's become an industry, Amanda. It's disgusting the money they make off the homeless. I'll give you an example. A don't hotel, don't name uh, any yet at the yeah, moment because I, I don't have that. Yeah, okay. A hotel set up as a homeless person, okay? Yeah. They charge a single man €47 Euro out of social welfare a week, plus they get subsidies from the government for their breakfast. They get a little chocolate muffin and a carton of orange juice. Yeah. How can How can people function on that? Then people say, oh, well, most of the homeless are addicts. No, 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 they're not. The problem there is the mental health services in this country will not see somebody if they go in and say, look, I I was in a bad place and I end up turning into drugs. Oh, we can't see you. You know, it's a catch-based. I mean, no, no, I, I, I think it's easy just to write off everybody as being an addict or an alcoholic or something like that. The majority, look, uh, you know, quite a lot of people who would be out on the streets 
Um, and, and in Dublin on an average night there's somewhere between 120 and 180 depending on the night that's in it out yeah. on the streets and the same goes for Galway, Limerick and Cork as well we'd see people out on the streets as well you know there is a lot of social problems there is a lot of addiction there is a lot of alcohol I get that I understand well, can that. You blame but, 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 but when we talk about the wider homelessness yeah, but no, no, I'm talking about wider homelessness. We have situations where people through circumstances. Uh, well, through... on one of the ones I yeah. met this man, and I'll never forget his story because it actually brought tears to me eyes. He had it all. He had it all. He had companies. He had a wife. He had kids. He had it all. Yeah. And the recession hit and he lost everything. His wife left him and he ended up on the street. Shocking, you know? isn't it? Yeah. And he had no, no addiction. Yeah. You know? And like, I often still think of that man to this day. You know? I remember years ago I was working in a nightclub and I came out and there was a man that used to sit on the steps of Bloom's Hotel and he was homeless and I used to see him there all the time with his little cup and he'd be shaking his cup looking for a few quid and I'd always give him a couple of quid as I was passing by and I know they say you're not supposed to because sometimes you can be feeding a habit and all that kind of carry on and, you know, yeah. and enabling it and I'd be the first one to say probably don't do it but anyway but I did I always did and I remember sitting down one day to talk to him and he had the most grand voice. He spoke a bit like David Norris. Do you know David? Oh, yeah. And he was like, how are you, my young man? And he was, like, and he started telling me the story that he was wealthy, he was a Shakespearean actor and all this. And then his life came crashing down around him and then he turned to alcohol. And he, But it, it was amazing to see, some, when I say amazing, it was shocking to see somebody's life completely turn upside down. You know? Yeah, I've seen it and it happens more than we'd like to think like like, the thing people need to remember is we're all one paycheck away from homelessness. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and, like, people really need to get... Oh, you don't know. You're not, I mean, I've just gone, as I mentioned earlier, I've gone through a divorce in July. You know, I'm staying in hotels at night. Um, I've nowhere to live. Uh, right. And, um, you know, you don't ever think that's going to happen to you. You don't ever yeah. think you're going to be in that situation. Now, thankfully, the weekends I stay with my partner, but she lives a long way away, so it's not easy for me to do that every every day if I'm working yeah. in Dublin. Um, so in saying that, we're all, you're right, one paycheck away or we're all one circumstance away from not having somewhere permanent to live. Yeah, like I've seen, like one in particular story, a mother, her child passed away and she hit rock bottom. And yeah. like, how can you blame her? There was no support in place for her. You know, she didn't have anyone to say, look, you're going through a tough time, keep up with your rent, or we'll help you out, do this, or we'll do that. And she got evicted. And but she but, he, but here's the other thing, Amanda. What more, now, I, and I agree with you about the government being private landlords. I don't know what you can do about that, by the way. But it, leaving that aside, what more can a government do? Because to be fair, you know, we give out, say, 1,800 quid at maximum, um, at, at, in certain circumstances, even more on HAP schemes. Um, we do, you know, build social housing. Not enough, clearly. Yeah. But we do have social housing. We do have legislation to try and prevent people being chucked out of rented accommodation. Probably right. we could do a little more on that and, and Sinn Féin are proposing that today. So we, we do have a lot of things in place in comparison to other countries. There's very few countries in Europe that will hand you 1,800 quid a month to find somewhere to live. Well, now, like very other, like there's very few countries that would charge you 1,800 a month for Well, this is true, yes. <laughs> well, this is, this is true. The rent supplements you talk of and the HAP supplements you talk of they do not cover the vast majority of the rent. And the issue with that is, say if you're allowed 1,200 on a HAP system, most houses are nearly 2,000 in Dublin. Like, I live in an average part of Clondalkin and the houses are being rented out for 2,000 a month. It's mental, isn't it? When you think yeah, about like, two grand, like a month. Like, fair enough, fuck 24,000 a year, like for four walls. Yeah, you know, like, so when you think of them issues, then you know there's a problem. So the government are giving it to you in one hand, but they're taking it back in another. So it's a circle. So people think, well, you should be grateful because you're getting this and you're getting that off the government. 
But yeah. realistically, you can't put up the balance. Plus, a lot of landlords won't put down for the lower rents on the farm, so therefore the government refuse you. They say, no, you're only entitled to 1200 That property is 2000 Maybe if we help the landlords out a bit too, and I know this, this maybe doesn't go down too well with people, by reducing the amount of tax they have to pay. Because landlords, of course, are paying income tax on the earnings that they're making on their houses. So if we reduce the amount of income tax they pay, maybe they could reduce the rents in turn. Or- well, I'd agree with that to a certain extent, but I also feel that a lot of landlords don't hold up to their obligations. Like, they're men- meant to maintain their property. and often, Absolutely, yeah. And I know it's in my case, like, I had a bath coming through my ceiling and my landlord called me a good girl, so I had to get the whole bathroom replaced cost me nearly 10,000. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. And you replaced you think, it. Sorry? You replaced it yourself. You paid for it yeah, yourself. Yeah, I paid for the whole lot. All new pipes and all had to go in. Right. So when you look at that, just under 10 and grand did you, and, did, and, did you, and did you get that 10 grand then off your rent that you were paying? No, I didn't. Are you kidding me? I was a good girl, Niall. <laughs> ah, Stop. But I didn't have a choice because, like I said, the bath was actually coming through to the but, kitchen. But, there, but, I, it's not, but I know so. he, but the landlord maybe didn't have the money to do it. I don't know. But but mm. I, but I know that's it's not your. My landlord has twenty two properties. Well, so he doesn't well, put well, then, well, then why, well, then why are you paying for a bath coming through the floor? Because it was either let the bath come through, pay for a new bathroom, or leave the house. And I was homeless before I got this house. So, so you're not going to go down on, that road but again, I yeah? I wasn't on drugs, and I didn't. I don't drink, so it wasn't. True but, it, but it's not. Yeah, home. but it's not your job to fix something as a structural issue like that in the house. At the end of the day, I decided to do it because my kids deserve better. I know, and 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 I applaud you for that. Yeah. But 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 surely then you should turn around to your landlord, or should there's some pathway for you to turn around to your landlord and say, "This is at the cost of me X amount of grand. Um, I want that then deducted from my rent over the next but year then, or so." But then the problem is, if she tells me to get out, I have seven kids, so think of it like that. Like, it's bad enough trying to get a house with one or two kids, Niall. Seven kids? Yeah. Uh, And and what are you in, a three or four, four bed house, is it? I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm in a two bed that was turned into a three bed. (laughs) With the seven kids? And where are you all sleeping? He's all sleeping on top of one another practically there. No, we're not. We're comfy like, you know. Yeah, okay. I have my own. Fair play to you, by the way. (laughs) Fair play to you. Well done. Yeah, Jesus. well, it is. I had three children. That was hard. I can only imagine what it's like with seven. I actually love a big family. Like, there's nothing like it. I'm from a big family myself, so. Right, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, stay there. Let me go to Brian as well. Brian, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Brian? Hi, Noel. How are you? Uh, obviously, Amanda's saying, yeah, the government do a lot, but they could do a lot more too. You know, they could help a little bit more. Uh, Brian, do you, what more can the government do to prevent homelessness? No, I'll, I'll just quickly tell you my story, but you've two seconds time. I'll break it down quick as I can. Um, I, I have my son full-time on a full-time basis, yeah, you're also on a full-time basis. Uh, we're currently homeless at the minute. We're living in my dad's home um, in a single room, in a single bed, sharing a single bed for the last nine months. Right. Um, I, it's affecting my mental health. It's affecting his mental health. Um, I've been awarded uh, the homeless half um, nine months ago, and I still can't get anywhere. I'm, I've been and I've been priced out of the market. I've got the full eighteen seventy five, and I still can't get anywhere. So you you were, you've been given eighteen. Well, the 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 ability to get eighteen seventy five. Yeah. And you yeah. can find. And where are you living in Dublin? Is it obviously? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in Dublin. Yeah, but north of Dublin. But I, I, I so. And can you know? I I, I don't know. I because I haven't looked. Me, but I did have a quick look about just after I got divorced. <laughs> I had reason to look, and I just yeah. went, Ah, Jesus. Anyway, yeah. but where have you been looking for? Whereabouts in Dublin? are you looking so I'll tell you what it is. So I, or what are you looking for 
I'm up around the north side of Ballymun, and I, I, I'm Ballymun, I mean, and I need to have, my, my son goes to school there, and I need to okay. keep him in the school, right? Right. I don't, he's, he's coming through a hard time of it, but it's a different story. So I don't want to disrupt So it's not possible to move him to another school to, into no. a cheaper area? Absolutely not. It's not. It's not like it's just not visible for me or like that. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. And okay. I'm not being. I'm not being picky or choosing. And I know people will probably say that, but I'm not being. Um. I swear to God, I've I've, I've even tested it a few times. Like tried different areas. Like you know, out in Blanchetown, out in Sword, out in, and I, and the same thing. It's. Like, so what sort of prices? Just give me a ballpark because I haven't uh, got a clue. What sort of prices? Are you, and what are you looking for? Are you looking for a small house? Are you looking for a two bed apartment? What are you looking for? Anything, I, I, just a home. A home. Oh, okay. Like, Somewhere you can call your own. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and like, like for a, a two bedroom apartment, you've been you've been you've been asked for two thousand two hundred, two thousand three hundred in some cases. Yeah, and, um, I, and your personal circumstance at the moment, if you don't mind me, are you working, Brian? Um, do you know I've had to give up a full time job to go part time. Right. Okay. Because um, of my son, with my son. Um, okay. But, you know, so that's that's my. But I'll, I'll just tell you the one thing that Noel, I, I found um, being a, a single father with, with my son on my own. Um, I find out, you know, it's probably just me. I don't know, but um, a lot of uh, landlords seem to be very um, kind of biased against um, against single dads and uh, and their kids moving in. Because one landlord even said to me, he said these words to me. He said, "Is it just you and your son moving in?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "That's a bit weird, isn't it?" That's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably unusual. It's more unusual than a single mother, I suppose. But, but that's just, actually just, shocking that to say it's weird. Yeah, that's yeah, odd. It, like, come here, like, 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 my mental health and my son's mental health have been destroyed because of this. Well, can I, I can imagine, yeah, you're saying living you in know, the bedroom in your dad's house. You know, and, you know, we lost your mom last year suddenly, and, you know, it's just, it's just oh, a My condolences. I'm really sorry yeah, to hear that, Brian. It's a roller coaster. And, and, and like, I swear, like, I, I have tried and tried, and I'm trying to keep my son's spirits up and everything like that, and it's so bloody hard, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and as I said to you, what, it's, it's greedy landlords. I don't care what anyone says, it's greedy landlords out there that are destroying everything for everybody. You know yeah, what I mean? And there are, and I'm no doubt there are greedy landlords. There are other landlords who are paying mortgages on the properties they have, and they're not greedy. They're paying huge taxes, and they're not making any money at all. So the, there is a mixture out there, and there is the vulture funds out there as well who are yeah. buying up all these properties too, and something and paying very little tax. So the thing has to be done about that too. But So your situation is you're telling me that you can't get anything kind of less than 2,200, which kind of ties in with the figures I have here. The average yeah. in Dublin, by the way, is a staggering 2,032. That's the average. Most of yeah. you go above that and some will be below it as well. Um, you wouldn't get much below 2,000 in Dublin. Oh, you get a dog box. You get a shed, no, would you? No, I've gone to see some of these places. Like, you know what I mean? And, uh, like, the, the Kips. So Kips. No, no, you're right. Brian, I wouldn't, if I was a single father with my son, I wouldn't bring him and live in a Kip. No. You know I what I mean? Not like, and, I, and I don't care what people say I've been picking and choosing no no you're not, there's a standard of living yeah. you're not going to raise your child you weren't raised in a kip Brian and you're not going to raise your child in a kip I'm not in this situation because of of, because of my own fault like, do you know what I mean like yourself Noel, you know come from a, a marriage breakdown the whole yeah, lot yeah. I'm lucky my children were older they're all over 20 so I was very yeah, lucky in that sense yeah 100% and as I said to you but at, like, at the end of the day like I mean I'm not going to just move into something that's like, for the sake of it whole, a hovel that my son is going to, you know what I mean, like, it's going to affect his health and stuff like that. And I've seen it happening. And the same with Amanda. She she went and paid the money herself to get the bathroom fixed because, yeah, the landlord didn't do it. Because she doesn't want her, she doesn't want her seven children living in a damp house. You know what I mean? With fungus everywhere or whatever. I don't know. I understand that. No, but as I said, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I just think a lot of... Um, so so what, what, what do you think is the answer? See, we're all telling each other the problems here. No, so, no, yeah. but can I just say one thing? Because I have a bit of a, like, feel for tougher people. 
people are meant to hand out 2500 a month for rent, right? Yeah. Whether they're getting help or not, right, it's still a lot of money. What would you pay for a mortgage a month? You pay less than that. that. Exactly. Yeah, you get a mortgage for about 1600 I suppose. Why is the government getting away with wasting money, so to speak? Why are people so uncertain in their rented homes? They don't know if they're going to be homeless this week, next week, or whatever, when they could possibly be putting all that money in, plus all the boarded-up houses. Now, I know loads of people that take them boarded-up houses the way they stand and get in and do them out themselves, because that's the that most people do. Yeah, I, I, I actually asked, could I do that? There's a house literally across the road from us, a two-bedroom house across the road, was boarded up the last eight months, nine, probably longer. And I asked, I said, I will put the money into myself and I'll fix it up and the whole lot. And they told me, no, we're not coming You know, it's going to take for people to actually take to the streets, to take down them boards and move themselves in and yeah. have people standing in the garden and say, no, they, they deserve a home. And another yeah. thing, the TDs you speak of now, the ones that are coming out and talking about homelessness, why are they talking about housing people that are coming into the country within so many weeks of them being in the I know, I know, I know. I, know. I, know I, I heard this last week on the Green Paper and they talk about the fact that they, they're going to guarantee within a certain period of time, you know, be as asylum seekers or whatever it happens to be, or refugees, they will home, house them in a certain period of time. I, and you're right. I mean, I don't think it's racist to suggest you need to deal with your own problems first before you start adding more. But, <laughs> more unfortunate into the situation. No, not to delve into your, your point, but I mean, actually, you're telling, if you've been very um, honest with your own thing, but you shouldn't be in that situation either. You should have to afford a little, you know, even a one-bedroom home to, stay, to, to, to live in. I, I could, I'd be, I could do it, but I'd be skinned. I'd have nothing left in my pocket at the end of the month. That's the best point, no, like, you shouldn't be, you should not be able to play, pay for somewhere and be skinned. You should be having to be comfortable, pay, say, 500 quid a month, and then you're, you're, you're comfortable to live then, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it'd be nice, don't get me wrong, it'd be nice, you know, if I, for midweek while I'm working in Dublin, if I had a nice yeah. one-bedroom apartment that I could live in. And, but I, I couldn't afford that at the moment. But I know, I know a lot of people that are living in places, no, like, that are not, didn't get any happen like that, couples who are living, especially because after the pandemic and all, are living in homes and they're literally just living to pay their rent. Yeah, but see, I, I would, unlike yourself, Brian, because obviously your, your income would be a bit lower, and I'm out having a go, yeah. by the way, uh, yeah. I wouldn't be entitled to HAP or anything like that no. or no assistance no. whatsoever. So I, I would just have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. I understand and, and unfortunately, what the government don't understand is, you know, when they don't give me assistance is I have other bills to pay. I obviously yeah. have gone through a divorce and there's obviously yeah. demands from that divorce, which I can't discuss on the air for legal reasons yeah, because it's yeah. in camera. Um, so I have to pay things. Uh, and I also then have to pay, you know, I, I my obviously my life has become more expensive because I have to pay 400 quid a month in diesel to get up and down to Belfast. and yeah. all this kind of, So my life has changed dramatically. Yeah. 100%. And, and at one 100%. stage, I thought, and you know, my life at one stage was fine. I was married, I, I had three kids, I was paying a mortgage, I thought, I don't have to worry about housing for the rest of my life, and here yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then, sorry, you know, just doing a situation which is terrible, which is an awful lot, one of my best friends is stuck in a situation where he's living at home with, with his wife, and they broke up the last three years, That's and they're awesome. living in, oh, it's not living in the bin, honest to God. Yeah, well, li- listen... <laughs> I have to go to a break on that note. Uh, you can send us a text, the number is 87 That's 87 um, I want to know what your personal situation is. And is the government doing enough to tackle the homeless crisis in this country? It's still there. Some people would think the homeless crisis had kind of gone away. 
because COVID kind of took over from everything for two years. And maybe that kind of suited the government in some sense that we weren't talking about it anymore. But are the Irish government doing enough to prevent homelessness or to help people in difficult situations? And don't forget, by the way, if you are thinking of upgrading your car, you're looking for a new hybrid, electric, petrol or diesel or whatever it happens to be, drop into the showrooms there at Hyundai Dundrum or visit the website, hyundaidundrum.ie and support the sponsors who support the show. Uh, let me go to Orla. Orla, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Well, Lyle, how's it going? Good. Now, you kind of have a problem with people who are refusing homes based on, I suppose, location. I, well, look, I get that there are so many layers to this, so it's not black and white. Yeah, but yeah. if you're a person who does not work, who has no home, and we see, we see loads of, oh, well, I won't leave, my, my mom lives in Singlet, so I want to Yeah, be yeah, here, yeah, so no, I, I get you. Yeah. Now, now I, I'm from Mayo. I would love to be living in Mayo. I can't. Do you know why? I needed to get a job, and I need to, and I couldn't get one in Mayo, so I went elsewhere. And now I've set up home elsewhere. Okay. Like, you know, I just think... Yeah, needs must, is what you're saying, is needs must. Needs must. Yeah. If we, we have a lot of people, you know, living in houses in Dublin where they could easily be living elsewhere. And I know that sounds awful, but, you know, the phrase beggars can't be choosers is an element here, you know, where there's so many lovely houses down the country, beautiful, go to it, and they're, you know, four beds, and why wouldn't you take something where you could have... No, I, know, I couldn't agree with you more. And if, like, for, if, for example, you're in a situation, let's say, a single mom with two kids, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't get a house in Dublin because it's just too expensive yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And the state says to you, there's a nice house there in, I don't know, Leakslip or Maynooth or Leitrim or so, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice three-bed house. It's beautiful and nice in the state. Yeah. You should take it. If you're not working, you should take 100%. it. 100%. Yeah, I mean, so, 100%. I mean, I understand you might have to get a bus journey or a train journey to see your mom at the weekend, but that's great. That's life. You know, it's a circumstance. And- if you are in that situation, sure, of course you're getting a bus pass. Of course you're getting a free travel pass or whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even, you know, and I think there, if that happened, along with people who are now work from home because of COVID, if this out of Dublin, I just think the mentality is, oh, I have to live in Dublin. And I don't get it. Like, the reason that there wasn't this housing crisis 20 years ago is because not everyone seemed to insist on living in Dublin. You know, yeah, so in other words, what you're saying is, yes, the government could do more, but in saying that, the people themselves are creating a problem for themselves by not trying to, I suppose, manoeuvre a little bit or or understand, I know I'd hate to say this, but my mother used to say beggars can't be choosers or needs must, whatever cliche you want to use. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're in a situation where you're not working uh, currently at the moment and you are looking for assistance and help and you want a nice home for your children and you have mm-hmm. to move outside Dublin or to a different part of Dublin like a woman I had yeah. in the air there go back about four years ago she was homeless living in her car with her five kids or something like that yeah. I had her on the air she wasn't willing to move anywhere apart from Tala see, see, see and that's the problem and that, like even if you think about that lady you had on who did her bathroom herself because she took the sense of my kids need better yeah. you know you need to take a like affirmative action yes absolutely exactly and like to be fair I think the government look no government is perfect and as you said our government gives a lot of assistance to people who are financially in, yes we spend a lot. a lot I think we spend 21 billion on social welfare in this country like it's intense um, yeah. the amount but like people like it's not all the government needs to build Dublin has now become way overpopulated I'm way overpriced by the way Oh, but, it's, but it's way overpriced because there is way more people, of course. It's, it's, 
And, and, you're, and you're right. And in the bigger picture, if we look at the bigger picture, if everybody did what you're suggesting and those who didn't, like, for example, we have a huge amount of people living in the city who don't need to live in the city. Uh, because it's not necessary because they don't work in the city, right? And if those people moved out or the government who are paying for their housing at the moment move them out, I'm not saying by force, please don't think I'm yeah, thinking that, no, but, but, yeah. but, but willingly moved out to a nicer house outside the mm-hmm. city, it well, would they, make I more mean, room in the city and the rents would drop in the city. See, see we've sorted there, Niall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, are we're going to run for government. Yeah, yeah. Two of us together as a team. <laughs> we have it all answered I think it's a bit more complicated than that Orla but I, know, I get the I gist know, of what you're saying yeah, and you're 100% right yeah alright yeah. Orla yeah. thank you very much indeed appreciate Thanks you coming on the air today alright uh, okay loads of those people by the way texting I didn't get much time with that we'll try and maybe get back to it tomorrow if we possibly can real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits